This episode of Classically Black Podcast is sponsored by Unclassified. Unclassified curates players for the curious classical listener. Whether you're looking to pair your stride with Stravinsky for a morning run, or to chill with Chopin after work, you can stream the perfect playlist for any moment. Learn more at unclassified.com. And we are moving on. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast, where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With chat beats playing in the background. Hey, y'all. Here we are. Okay. So, oh, I forgot about this. I forgot that I, we had already set ourselves up to do this. So, some of y'all may remember when our dear friend, That's Adam Sadbury, won his job. Are we off the rip with this? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Hold <laughs> up. Let me sit up. I didn't know he was starting off like this. Okay. Keep so, going, keep going. When our dear friend Adam Sadbury got his job um, with the Memphis Symphony Orchestra, shout out to Adam. Shout out to Adam. Are you still talking? Adam, I love you. <laughs> Please, I beg. Please, I'm sorry. I didn't actually um, forget about you. It's just, you know what? I'm not going to make it worse, but. <laughs> so, Katie, Katie, uh, Katie, I don't know. He like slipped her mind or something. And she was like, oh, I forgot about Adam. I wanted the episodes and he listened to it and he was like, so. And trolled me. What am I? <laughs> Chopped liver. Like, <laughs> but, um, so when he won that, we had already made him black excellence. We were like, so what can we do? And I was like, you know what? I told him, I was like, there's going to be, we're going to do a whole other segment on the episode just dedicated to <laughs> So here I am minding my own business. Minding my own blackity black business. <laughs> Honestly, just like. I'm about to go teach. I'm just scrolling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm over here. My edges have just replenished from last week's episode. And I see. Who do, who do I see? Joseph Conyers. And you know, you've seen that picture before. And you're like, oh, he, he basing again. Right. Little did I know. <laughs> Little did I know. I can read the caption talking I'm about. Like, no. No, I can't even say it. I can't even. <laughs> I read the caption talking about. Uh, delighted to be joining the delighted. factory oh at the Juilliard School. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the lady texted me immediately in all caps. You gonna see this Joseph junk? <laughs> I was taken aback. How you, how you just, you just, you just, okay. you just in there? You just, you just teaching there? You just. I, like what you clocking I, in you just off, off to the job like, like what? what okay okay the the freaking okay the philadelphia orchestra okay fine okay we, we pop like as if that wasn't enough I mean, oh my god in the, in the project 440 okay we get it inspirational <laughs> but you just you just keep things like things and things and like i don't want to say i was shocked because like yeah, who are we talking sh- about here you know yeah I mean, it's not because it's not like yeah how do we explain it's not like joseph got this yeah, that, how did he get it yeah no, like i was shocked that they got him oh yeah like, it's very true when i say congratulations i'm not congratulating him i'm oh, congratulating definitely the Juilliard school. School. first of all this is hopefully it's a turnaround it's i want all the people to be black over there so we can start here <laughs> i mean i'm just honestly i'm just speechless like Dang, they put use every last day budget on him, didn't they? Right. I'm like, so I'm. You know what? I'm gonna pin a, a letter to the dean and be like, you know what? <laughs> I just want to personally congratulate you. Yeah. 
because we, we might have to start a GoFundMe for Juilliard after after that contract got <laughs> right. signed. Because like, what do you even freaking pay him? What do you what do you Come pay him? Endowment going to salary <laughs> <laughs> and then some and then an IOU. Because <laughs> y'all could never pay him what he deserves. So. At all, what he deserves? <laughs> you kidding? Y'all gonna have to break open the the mint to the entire country. Like, I'm sorry. Like, what? Yeah. And then just in a little post, like it's some regular thing. Like it's some regular thing. Like, I'm just so irritated, honestly, because it's like, no, I'm just, I'm lost. I'm, I'm, I'm irritated at the fact that like, <laughs> it was just so regular. Like, what? hey y'all. Like imagine, I can, that is a, that is a level of black excellence that I can't even relate. Like I can, that's, I, it's unfathomable. Like, you see me, first of all, what am I ever lost for words? <laughs> Dang. All right, y'all. We're going to have to make a hashtag and everything. Like, go fund me for Julia. Because ain't no way, ain't no way everybody else getting paid. Not this year. And Katie wasn't, like, I wasn't even the only person, or Katie wasn't the only person that I talked about this with. Somebody else in my studio, another black person in my studio, um, it's also black and excellent, texted me and was like, you see this black excellence on the thing? I was like, see? see? I was like, I know. And he, he didn't even send me, like, a screenshot. Nothing. I knew exactly what he was talking about. I was like, you just seen the post? He was like, yeah, I just seen it. I was like, see, like this is honestly like a new level of like how you just how you get up in the morning and be like, wow, I'm popping. Like, <laughs> like you just you just another wake. day, <laughs> <laughs> another awesome day. Like another day being me, like, lit. <laughs> bro, I bet it is. Like, like, like I was telling, like, like I said before, I'm like, there's some people who are like, dang, I got two jobs, and then there's him who's like. I got two jobs, like two amazing jobs. They probably and they probably begged him to be <laughs> right. Ain't no way to please, this. sir. Please, sir. We we beg. Please, I beg. Because <laughs> ain't no way you can't tell me he filled out an application. That you not gonna lie to me. <laughs> like that, I pen to paper. Nah, girl. They 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 filled out an application for him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Name the Juilliard School. <laughs> yep. Like may, okay. I just can't imagine. I, I just imagine just being popping all the time. Like, like you're just that girl. Like you wake up in the morning, like wow, I'm lit. Like you just <laughs> what, 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 what do I say? Oh, you know, I'm just gonna go down to Philadelphia Orchestra, play some tunes. Like imagine, I couldn't even fa- like I would settle for just a, a like a little slither of one of the jobs he has. Like at this point, like. <laughs> At this point, it's kind of like you don't even you aspire to that. I don't have the capacity for that. I don't, I don't, <laughs> you know me. I'm, I speak stuff into existence, but there's some things. You know what? You know what that reminds me of? Okay, so <laughs> you know I don't know these superhero movies, but because I just we just got into this after Black Panther. After we were googling everybody in the jungle, right? There was one. I think it was. No, it was um, what was it, Infinity uh, War? Was that the one where he killed everybody? The snappy, the snap, the snap one. one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody is upset, <laughs> right? So I told somebody that I I watched Black Panther was the first Marvel movie. They were like, "I'm upset that you haven't seen everything before that." And I'm like, "I'm upset that there was that. never." It was upset, upset there's no more black people before that. Well, so, that's not true. Uh, what's that? That boy with the boy, it's a grown man. I was gonna with say the, with the wings on him. He's you one know one. the sidekick to Captain America, Ant Man. No, that's the no, that's what's his name. Wait, who's dude that run real fast? The <laughs> wait, hold up. The, the the skinny one, he's tall. Oh no, that's like and okay, there's him. Oh wait, that's a different show. No, his name is Falcon. 
Falcon. Him. That's what I'm thinking of. That was him. But he and Samuel L. Jackson isn't he? Oh, he's that guy, Nick Fury, the guy with the. Okay. Is he eye patch? I don't know. He wears black. Mm-hmm. Him and then there's another guy, the one that's played by Don Cheadle, the mm-hmm. War Machine, the guy with the big suit. And I laugh every time I see him because I don't know what that is. You know, because every time I see him, you're like, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. You recognize him if you if you saw him. But anyway, back to my point was in an Infinity War. When they were like, okay, so we literally can't be Thanos. And Thor goes to that planet with the big midget and he holds open that thing. Like they're like, Oh, we need to we need this sun or whatever to heat this metal because it's like some of course some alien metal that like only the sun can heat. And like mm-hmm. they're like, but it's not like it can't stay open, so you gotta have to hold it open and like no man can like hold this thing open mm-hmm. and like but Thor is like an alien and like he's the only person that can like stand the capacity mm-hmm. of like the s- literal sun blasting him mm-hmm. i'm like that's joseph conyers and these in his agree. career actually yeah, that's like who can withstand this who who's the last person to have a career like this <laughs> also I, the listeners are probably like all of that <laughs> I, I, I people had no idea where i was going i knew i, knew I actually forgot for a minute where i was going so i had to keep talking i hate that i hate when that happens to try to drop my memory but yeah he gonna be one of the people that like and then um what's that video guy and then primrose did this and then like you it's gonna be, you're gonna be in a book like people gonna be book. going people, down in history people are gonna be studying you no card for music history right what the heck are you like, good go on chapter <laughs> what a you get your syllabus wow. uh week seven <laughs> only one week one. it has to be seven actually seven class. let's just go ahead and just make a class it has to be seven and at least seven week seven and eight because it has to yeah it has to be class yeah we're just gonna have to make a class yeah one of the things i said like one of the things that i'm we talked about this that i'm passionate about is living forever and the way you live forever is if you have a legacy i'm just taking notes because i guess he'll mean he'll be living forever right like so. this is how you live forever so i'm just gonna let me um this podcast let's, unless uh, al gore's internet dies at least this podcast is part of it i guess that's like <laughs> about nothing it's <laughs> a so part of your legacy you want to hide <laughs> <laughs> wow I'm just he. I think you just. You, I'm exhausted. I just you, like you please wa- don't achieve anything else. Like I'm sorry. Like we can't take it. We can't take it. He's like the Beyonce of bass. I agree. Simone Biles of bass. Right, flipping all through. He's there. literally the Simone Biles. Of, who's doing it better? Who do you know anyone who's doing it better than him? I Meanwhile, there's people. There's probably people who are like yes. I, but I doubt it. Because the thing, the thing that's <laughs> impressive about Joseph Connery is not, not even just the gas him. It's the fact that like you, you're excellent in all areas. It's not like you just teach or like right. You just like the basis. Like you're passionate about like philanthropy right. and teaching. And he conducts. Right. And he plays the bass and he teaches at Juilliard. It's like like <laughs> it's like all areas of of your life are on full caliber. And he's vegan. That's where you're supposed to go right. Let's try it again. And he's vegan. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, he better than me. Oh, he fit. I'm even here. Can't, can't even pick my base up. So. Wow. 
period. That's crazy. I'm just, I'm really exhausted. I can't even do the episode no more, actually. Well, that was a show. So. Thanks for listening to the Classic Black Podcast. So. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Like, what is there? What else you want to talk about? What follows this? What What do you, we should put this last. <laughs> oh, that's the way the black excellence go. Yeah. Oh. And also, so we, and we did what Adams, we did it first, because that, for the contrast, like, you don't want to do, like, the black excellence back to back, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's also just like, I had to get this off my chest. You were, you just... I'm just irritated by how smooth it was. Like, he was just like, yeah, you know, by the way, <laughs> went on Craigslist, you know, a little. Right. Little, just picked up another gig. Just a little gig. A little side gig. <laughs> just a little something. Just a little side gig on faculty at the Juilliard School. Nothing, nothing big. Like, on faculty. Like, you are. Faculty. Like, when you go on, when you apply to Juilliard, you scroll down for your teacher preference. <laughs> like, he's going to be on that. He, was, <laughs> he probably was on that. He probably. People already knew when he when he start. I didn't even read the whole post. I was screaming. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't even. I freaking eyes glazed over. Hey, but I'll be read it. Actually, I actually did not read it. I was like, I got to do it. And then yeah, right. No, let me, let me pull this up because <laughs> I didn't. Who'd you lose feeling like? Um. Yeah, I didn't read it. I was. Oh, like, there's another guy. I almost threw that my. Was added too. Sorry, Dang, like, that sucks. <laughs> he's literally principal of the mid. Like, oh. not no insignificant man. Like, <laughs> but honestly, I'm sorry. Oh, how gracious are you? He put that in the post. It's like in the yeah. Oh. He, put in the, he put link in bio, and I'm oh, reading. Okay. I thought he wrote thing. that out. Because honestly, it should be. Meanwhile, literally, I could never ever touch that other guy's garment. But it's Joseph Conyers and friend. As far as I'm concerned, and he said, "Yo, <laughs> do you respond to your comment? This is hilarious." <laughs> he gonna. I was glad when I saw when I saw that. I was like, "And we doing the show tonight?" Period. Who else like this? Oh, part of our tribe of, of, of. And you know what? And then you in New York City. I mean, New York City is literally not close to here <coughs> at all. So yeah, but still, you just there. You just. Basing it up, huh? Like, I still haven't read it. <laughs> I just wait. Hold up, honor to be. Let me not offend nobody. Actually, I'm not gonna say that. But the way he even phrased this, like, well, you're so humble. Honor to be joining the esteemed double bass faculty. You are the esteemed. Now, and now it's esteemed, <laughs> right? <laughs> now it is. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> you said what? This is literally legend. There, like his teacher. His teacher teaches Juilliard. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Wait, his teacher still teaches there now? Yeah, he's his stand partner in the in the Philadelphia or, uh, orchestra too. Let me carpool and turn. Okay, period. Period. Oh. Take it. I over. mean, that's the, that's what the Lambo can't pick him up that day. Right. You cannot tell me that's not part of the agreement. <laughs> it's not far Philadelphia to the New York. Not right. a private plane. So, I mean, only the best. And then also, like, his basics are separate far. Right, so. I'm sure it's all been worked out in his contract. Right. Because it had to be pages. Whew. So, ready to wrap it up? I mean, there's a, there's a plethora of things more to say, but it's like, we don't, like, how could we, we couldn't possibly cover it I just it all. don't get how you just, you just pop it. <laughs> it's like, I aspire, but honestly, like, I'd rather aspire to be something less. So I, I could actually get there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the type, like, 
like you going to listen and i mean he's humble so he wouldn't do this but he ha- he would have every right to just be like so i'm gonna teach you just let you know off the bat you're never gonna be as great as me um <laughs> I, i'd rather you i'd rather you be like I, I need to know but honestly if you're studying with him and you go in thinking that you finna surpass him like you're a fool <laughs> Right. Just a fool. My teacher would be like, you know, I don't want to create just like uh, carbon copies of me. I'm like, I, I, I take would take one. that over what I am now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, you wouldn't. If I could play like Mr. Taylor. If I could be. Yeah. <laughs> kidding? I remember I told you, like, when I applied to Eastman, the reason, the, what sold me on, because uh, what sold me on Eastman is when I, Mr. Taylor had a website. I don't know if it's still back, if it's back up. Like, when you open the website, his he, it's a recording of him playing. And I'm like, I want to sound like that. Mm-hmm. That's why I applied. I was like, that's what I want to sound like. Like, So now now there's an influx of 7,000 applications just for bass. Right, Everybody want to sound like that. You talk about me. That's how I feel about this playing, too. I'm like, if I could sound like anybody. Like, it's just, I've, I've never... I've never heard another another player that sounds like him. Hell, let me. I'll probably sign up too. <laughs> 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 over yellow this way. It's like freaking apply to Juilliard and and uh, don't pick a teacher thing because it's like it's like Carol Rodlin and I'm like I'm gonna make a note like I want to be in <laughs> the base studio, please. Right. So so like, what's the base is that? Oh, no, it's a, a one sixty fourth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, see, oh it's like real 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 rare it's, it's small enough when you put it on the in the it's just so small they change the strings around and yeah you know no just one two three right so just a little yeah, yeah a little variation on the theme so you be like so you used to audition and be like so who sorry it was a clear your application i'm like right here him there <laughs> mr connery that's who the studio i'm gonna be in so, right so. but he plays but it's me too I I too as well <laughs> play bass. I'm playing whatever he plays. So <laughs> thanks. So period. So little paperwork that we got to sign. So you imagine if I went into an audition playing uh playing bass excerpts like up two octaves. <laughs> I mean, if it was hell, let me be the same thing. Nope. <laughs> it wouldn't. Look at me in my face and tell me it wouldn't. So freaking trifling. Are you kidding me, Katie? It's the same. Thing. Nah. Okay. First of all, because I don't know. Understand why? Why? Why do everybody go? Da, 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 da. What? There's nothing else. Like you don't want no. You don't want no. You don't want none of that. You just want. Why are we all? We all in this together. Yeah, High School Musical. <laughs> wow. Dang, all his students about to be in Philadelphia. That's that's how, that's how like legacy start. Like. All his students for to be in Philadelphia Orchestra. Yeah, I mean his teacher is now he is now His teacher, his teacher, like honestly, like Joseph Popham, but like if I was his teacher, you right. would tell you couldn't <laughs> tell me nothing. If I was Joseph Kanye's teacher, you wouldn't even look at me funny. <laughs> because it's did like you do this? Did you? Well, I mean he did it. I mean he like, did you know, it. But he still, did it for himself, but still. Because it's like how many like I don't know not to put the the own because like one time I played a concerto competition and um I didn't place but the the viola teacher came up to me after like she teaches at some school that I'm not gonna say the name of and what, what? She, I'm just you know the one I'm just playing <laughs> so and she I took a lesson with her like three or four years before that and um it, it didn't go well because she was she was a bumblecar idiot i mean she was she was an idiot um she she didn't have a viola that that's a pissing me off like you don't have an instrument and you're teaching me you're we're passing my viola back and forth like a top potato like i hate that joke so i teach under those circumstances if 
I teach under those circumstances when I like when I go to my job, mm-hmm. I don't bring a violin and viola because when I would yeah me too nev- I would never my life mm-hmm. I would never you was never somebody with my kid my bass once I never brought it back I'm sorry I'm not bringing my viola but I have a violin that you know it's whatever some student whatever that I had so if I'm teaching a viola at the time because you know we I do group lessons at where I teach so if I'm, if I'm circling around to a violist. There's, I can't always demonstrate something on a vi- on a on a violin. That's the only case. But either way, we're passing my viola back and forth. I don't learn anything, and then she's like, "Well, I don't know if I would take you for performance." I'm like, "Girl, anyway." So years later, I play this concerto competition. She's like, "Wow, you sound so good! Like, congratulations to your teacher." I'm like, "Congratulations to Mr. Taylor." Mr. Taylor has done a lot of things, but has not practiced for me. I can tell you that. <laughs> congratulations to your teacher. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like that's a backhanded compliment. You couldn't even say you and your te- like you yeah, like congratulations to you, like congratulations to your teacher. I was like, like or congratulations, your teacher must be so proud, like you know, like congratulations to musicians, him. Like y'all, some of y'all, like you could be a musician and everybody's a little bit awkward in their own way. Mm-hmm. Like you can't tell me Beyonce not a little bit awkward. You know what I'm saying? But it's like some of y'all spend too much time in that practice room and like don't get enough sunlight because like some of the stuff y'all be saying just thinking like that's appropriate to say it's like wild <laughs> like some of my colleagues over the years that interaction i'd be like y'all are just fucking weird that's a psa like talk to people okay like but um so i don't want to say all that but like honestly like you still have some you have some pride in how your students uh, what they I achieve like this. he he that's a, that's a teacher who lays his head at night and be like i did that. i did that <laughs> things i did that, that. <laughs> <laughs> like your student is your stamp partner in one of the best orchestras in the world <laughs> and he's your colleague at- hit <laughs> claps for him too like honestly oh my goodness if my if my one of my students especially my students now from where you're coming from you sitting next to me let me let's be for real like you sitting next to me in an orchestra you couldn't tell me nothing i'm so sorry and i'm like you did the work to get here but like like you don't don't, don't even look at me funny do not <laughs> you don't even breathe my air and nate them two you imagine he, he rolling to julie he rolling to juilliard with an oxygen tank <laughs> <laughs> private air property <laughs> joseph conyers and them two walking around together like <laughs> I know, the, I know the girls are mad over there. They mad. be mad. <laughs> and Hassan over there too. I have to be over there. I just want to. I just want to go hang out. I'm sorry, like yeah. Hassan over there, the the trombone player. What's his name? Why was I blanking blank on his name? He taught at Yola. Oh, Bert. Bert over there. That's a so lit. I just can't I'm even go hang out. Hang I can't out. Even imagine what a studio class. Like, I wonder if they. I wonder if they have individual studio class all together because it's a lot of them. But some bass suit is over there. Base studios uh-huh. five now, because they had it, yeah. So I'm, I imagine they might have it all together because I'm like, how big could your studio possibly be? Because how many like, girl, I don't know how big of a school Juilliard is. I, so know, I, I have no it's concepts. Not very big. Um, I mean, like uh, to be frank, I don't know. Maybe it's like at least like five or six field faculty. But then it's again, like, I don't go to that school. So here, like I'm thinking of Eastman. Eastman is like I think it's a pretty normal sized conservatory or comprehensive school. It's music. a conservatory. <laughs> And my teacher, I think there's about twenty, the there's about twenty three, twenty four people in my studio. 
that's a lot for one teacher. Yes, though. it's a lot for one. But they one particular class. I think it was probably that thing where like you have more slots if you like not everybody's mm-hmm. gonna come, but everybody came, so you have mm-hmm. ten sophomores. But um, Cause I'm thinking like there's probably about forty VOs and three teachers, but also um, Ying doesn't teach that much because oh, he has yeah, other duties. Barely, yeah, because and know. he's also barely there. Yeah. That's, that's true he's there but he's not yeah but he's uh, on champion music faculty faculty like as a you know because mm-hmm. like other people they coach but like he's like in he's that. supposed to be he has stuff that he has to do i think he has like mm-hmm. eight students well, I, well he had like eight when i was there i don't know what the girls are doing now but <laughs> it's true <laughs> i went i went to go i didn't do something something for mr taylor because you ain't gonna say that but i didn't something for mr taylor so i had i went to his studio on a monday and he wasn't there talking about oh, he don't teach on mondays now i was like ah didn't he you was teaching on Mondays a smooth three months ago. I, I felt like I didn't know where I was. I was like, oh, we doing, we doing, we different now. Like, right. so you don't know what be going on. Got twelve year old teachers over there now. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, the studio class. Like, how do you even like? Ain't no way you're not bringing no notebook going to <laughs> studio class. Like, especially with the two of them, Joseph and his teacher, they just in there. Too. And just like the uh, even the other people like are like. I don't also, know nothing about you know, what's yeah, going but on, like man. also just like. Everybody on that faculty is a name. Like, you go to pretty much any bass player and be like, I'll study with this person. They know exactly who you're talking about. Like, <laughs> legendary. Like, I would be... Like, that's how I felt when I did the side-by-side with the LA field where I'm just like, I don't even want to move a muscle. Like, <laughs> just... Girl. I feel like I couldn't even... And you know, I'm good in ghetto, so... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know where I'm in that studio class, but like, you know that? <laughs> How you gonna just sound like that? <laughs> I don't care. I imagine. Mean. I can't even imagine my teacher's face. Oh my god. Well, Mr. Taylor, you were, well when we played the what's it what's it called? I was a little nervous, and it was hot in there. For you, that that would have been perfect for you. I hate. I can't play when I'm hot. Are you practicing here? It's not hot. It's so cold indoors. It's okay. Let's move on. Because I mean, we'll be here all day. First of all, I call I call Mr. Taylor, Mr. Taylor to his face. So that's that kind of relationship we had. Good and black. So, dang, I'm trying to. Oh my freaking goodness! Well, this was 30 minutes on Joseph Conyers. Well, and not really, nearly enough. So, you just wake up in the morning. You like, I, like I wonder, like, do Beyonce wake up like that? Like, like Simone Biles? You wake up, be like, I'm Simone Biles. Yeah, right, you wake up and well, a hundred feet across your massive room is uh all your gold medals. Like <laughs> you just wake Be- up, that's the first thing you see. But you know what? What I realized, I follow some files on social media and on almost every platform, except Facebook, because I don't think she's there. And it was like someone had tweeted her and was like she she warmed up and like warmed up with like a like a double double, like stuff that people have to work towards. Like like she. She just was warming up. Like mm-hmm. people compete double doubles in the Olympics and think they're doing something, right? So she she's in socks, light jog, does this huge flip that you normally need like a whole bunch of speed for. She just jog, 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 one, two, lands it, right? And people, she, this guy tweeted her, uh, whatever, quoted a tweet, I don't know, on the old Twitter, and was like, Simone Biles is warmed up with a double double in socks. And because apparently, like, socks are slippery, so you know, you could bust your junk. And she's like, she was, she just liked it because that's just her life. Like he's just about to walk down to Julia because that's that's his life. Right. He he be do 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 in the in the Philadelphia orchestra because that's just a, I'm lost. I'm just lost. 
like I I freaking I I like you know you do stuff that's your life every day like everyday stuff is be like normal to you but like I do actual normal things you be lecturing on broad that's different how I'm not I'm not invited to lecture every day I'm not a lecturer you don't have to be a lecturer. You still did it. I applied, <laughs> and I applied. They, he, they he got accepted. Katie, blogger, podcaster, viola, educator, pedagogue, lecturer, period. My blog with like two views. It literally is not you. You know what? Let's move on because you literally posted how many views there were on your story. And so you're going to sit in here and tell me that too? Two, Katie? You knew exactly what you were doing. Let's do this. Let's start the show. <laughs> I'm mad we haven't even started the show yet. Man, congratulations. Right. To the Juilliard School. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all did it. It's amazing. Y'all got him. Congrats. I wonder who he turned down. Right. Like, USC is like, we'll, we'll, we'll buy you a plane. Right. He's like, no. Curtis looking at their budget like, I don't know if we can we, we can swing this. Right. $3 billion. I don't know. If right. We, a month, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, we have the endowment. We could, we could dip into the endowment. Right. We can. Right. Now, you got you got Curtis on the phone with loan sharks trying to see what they can swing. <laughs> right. <laughs> we can go into the horse match trying to <laughs> see if they can make something happen on the horse. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> and, then, and everybody listens like getting <laughs> just now <laughs> oh my gosh wow this just goes to show don't accomplish nothing or if you do don't let us find out about yeah, it yeah because we we we, 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 we uh your mama at church when you get something <laughs> for real look at my baby look at my baby come see up there <laughs> Dang, you just wow. That's how I know Julia got money now, right? He's been too busy trying to build stuff in China, so they ain't even. Oops, don't say that. News. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love JB. Actually, he's um, great. He was nice to me in spite of my intonation. What does that have to do? Because I was saying like. Eastman didn't entertain getting another bass player. Oh, you said that? Yeah, I was like, meanwhile, Eastman was trying to da da da. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even like, oh. think of it that way. I just yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Um. So this week in news that can't possibly compare. Wow. I, is it an accomplishment? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. Like this person did something. No, cause I was like, if it was, she really should have gone first. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Like, how you go after this? Right. Um, no, but the Cleveland Institute of Music just announced oh. um, that they will be adding five new full ride scholarships uh, awarded to students that are entering in fall of 2020. Um, I mean, oh, I guess other instruments. I was about to say, if y'all bass students, y'all might go over there to Juilliard because, you know, they, they better fill up to the brim. So. Oh, yeah, his studio already full. He probably had one <laughs> of them things. Like, um, I remember uh, my, we went to the viola uh festival whatever in 2016 i went with with one of my former friends and she uh no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what happened <laughs> she was she it was messy she, <laughs> i don't think she know but um <laughs> so i'm about to be 
sometimes you just gotta t- cut toxicity off without warning yeah, and it i don't gotta be no it don't have to be like thing, no you closure. know you just did it sometimes you don't need to have that ending conversation you know i, I might say this time set for a certain somebody but anyway um yeah sometimes you just just cut people off like some you just, i just wean you out you mm-hmm. just be, you be like i haven't heard from right. Katie. Toxicity, toxicity out of my life. I can't be cutting my base off. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine you go to your lesson? You're like, yeah. So I've been thinking about it, and <laughs> you show up empty-handed. <laughs> no <laughs> email, no nothing, no music, nothing. I thought we could just talk because <laughs> just decide this. Not for me. Yeah. I just, you know, I'm just, I'm just feeling a lot of toxic vibes surrounding you know, i've been on the edge for a while i just but i'll just do it i'll just cut it off so sold it on poshmark for <laughs> what even category would you put it in <laughs> furniture <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot okay so we went to the viola thing and um she was applying for grad school, so I was like, there go Heidi Castleman. Like, why don't you just talk to Heidi Castleman? She's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, it's a person. And she's at it. I understand that. I mean, I understand, too, but also, like, in the context, it's like, it's like Beyonce with her bodyguard. It's like, you're at a Viola conference, networking. You want to be in her studio. I mean, I understood where she was coming from, but at the same time, like... Yeah, Viola I, conference, yeah. yeah. It's, not like the com- it's not like she just played a... It's, she, yeah. Yeah, she's she she on the street. Like, so... Yeah. <laughs> Cause like I mean like I saw Kim Kashkash I have a picture with Kim Kashkash because I grabbed her back and so like hey so it's me <laughs> let me get a picture <laughs> so at a conference it's like she she around people she just, oh and she's to the panel oh yeah so I was like go tell her go see if you can get a business card get a lesson so she does that and and I'm you know I'm I'm in the wings I want to see what's gonna go down and <clears throat> she's like this is 2016 she's like well you know like my my list not really open my studio's not really opening up to like t- fall of 2019 I was like fall of 20 fall of 20 you got people wait fall of 2019 yeah that's how that's for sure how the studio oh it's already full up like i guess i'm girl if you want to you want to get a if you want to even think about it you want to class 2030 put you right (laughs) put your name on the list now now (laughs) my no right Right. now (laughs) like 2030 for real maybe you can graduate in 2033 (laughs) anyway Um, right um yeah but they're adding um uh, five new full ride scholarships um they were made possible of course by uh, cim's donors as well as a decade-long uh, partnership that they have with uh, the uh cleveland-based judson senior living uh center so I, it's not i mean i assume i guess that they're undergraduate scholarships but if you're out here i know we don't have a lot of people that are like in high school that listen to this show but get y'all full ride to cim period <clears throat> um next piece of news this week netflix is planning to produce a biopic for um of leonard bernstein oh shoot i will yeah. watch that starring uh bradley cooper he's not problematic is he i don't think so mm-hmm. oh it's a biopic it's like a movie yeah. about burnt oh i might could watch that when is that coming out yeah um it's really like it's like there's not even a title yet like so it's very uh, much in the so yeah. it's like 2022 yeah but 
it like there was like a request for it like in 2018 mm. and then like this like some yeah so it's very much basically bradley cooper was working on the movie and then netflix like just bought all the rights and they were like okay we're gonna produce this mm. so it was in the very early stages but yeah there's like not even a title yet so until further notice like we'll we'll he, see there's I no mean, release date or anything either. someone can fact check fact check me for this but i'm pretty sure he was for us because he was like the problem with american orchestras is that like they don't represent the people there's like there's some type of quote around that Aaron Dorkin did a, a speech at Carnegie Hall that quoted Leonard Bernstein. I mean, but he I don't know what he was saying behind closed doors. So then I was like, someone could fact someone could fact check me if he was problematic. I don't think he was though. Um yeah, and then <clears throat> last piece of news: uh, the Chinake Foundation just received a grant of one hundred thousand British pounds. Pounds? I, I, yeah. I, I always know that means more. I always <laughs> gotta say it. Yeah. At this point, pounds. you. At this point, you can say, if you say pounds, someone can say at home, just be like, pounds? You know, I'm going to say that. <laughs> right. Um, well, 100,000 British pounds um, from the Elevate program. Um, the Elevate uh, program channels 3 million British pounds. Pounds? <laughs> <laughs> um, of national lottery funding uh, to improve the resilience of organizations making a contribution to uh diversity so congratulations to them that's a ton of money but <laughs> to, to me that's a lot of money um like think about like a dollar and then a hundred of those dollars and a hundred of those dollars i think i missed a zero but you know i'm not a, it's not a math podcast but you get it oh a mathematically uh, black podcast a hundred wait a dollar a hundred of those dollars and then a thousand of those hundred dollars and then convert it to pounds. And then pounds. <laughs> pounds. pounds. <laughs> okay, me when um Okay, you know what? I already know this is gonna be something me. trifling. Let me it go. Me my nurse. What is me? <laughs> pounds. <laughs> You're asking about pounds. I'm sure you meant ounces. Would you imagine? Told you an ounces. Told my win ounces. One million seven thousand three. Okay, so you're not gonna be so happy, but you know. Oh my god! <laughs> I just don't. I you know what? I'm putting up a poll. Who wants to vote intermission off of the show? No one would do that. <laughs> Why would you want that, sister? Anyway, it's a little game for us. It's gonna be fun. You literally said the first thing you said was, "I'm not gonna like." It. But sometimes you be liking stuff that I say you don't like. Rarely, me. Couple flaws sometimes. Okay, um, put my stopwatch. So exciting. Okay, so I have. Stop looking at me like that, Delaney. Stop. How do we? You know what you're doing. Okay. <clears throat> so I have made a wheel. You're doing a website. I made a wheel that has different composers <laughs> and we finish and artists that we have in common that we commonly listen to there's like three <laughs> okay so what i'm gonna do is and then we can be careful not to bump this because we can do the same thing you, you can do it to me as well okay so i made this wheel and i'm gonna spin the wheel and tell you the name 
of the composer or artist that it lands on. And then you have five seconds to sing a theme from one of their pieces or one of their songs. So, for example, okay. if it landed on Stamets, you have five seconds. Right? See, you already lit. See, you thought it was going to be bad. Okay? And then we'll I'll give you my computer and we can switch. So, we'll, we can... I'll give you five chances. Okay? Five seconds seems like a short amount of time. Five seconds seems like a long and short amount. One, two, three, four. Kind of to think of something. I guess because it's like then you think like I don't know. It's just a bunch of different things, but yeah, we'll see. Okay. Click the spin. Here I go. Oh, I wish that I wish that the sound could be heard. It's like the actual spinner sound. Oh yeah, on your computer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mahler. Oh, Mahler too. Good. See, that's, that's, so bad. that's pretty much the only thing I can do. We played Mahler six. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> See, that's so bad. Okay. See. Okay. Mozart. It's one of his violin concertos. It is. I don't know which one. Yeah, like, yeah, one of them. Okay, so you have two so far. So five points. Ready? Okay, spin it. Beyonce. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. That, that would have been probably my easiest one. Plethora of Beyonce songs I could sing. See, I'm trying to be nice. Okay. Three. You doing well. Proud of you. Oh, gosh. Please. No. Mahler. I can't. I don't know anything else. Okay. <laughs> that shouldn't count. Well, well. I mean, it's a will, so yeah. it, it can happen. Bach. Ba, da, da, da. I don't know how one that's the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, last one. Schubert. What was that supposed to be? I can't sing that high. That's Charles Quintet. Oh, okay. Okay, so you got four points. Okay. So I'm going to take my headphones off because I can hear the applause it's really really annoying and hopefully I don't take this interface out as well okay I'm scared because I'm over here like <laughs> and now uh, Cardi B I was born to flex diamonds on my neck <laughs> I like more than Jess I like more than what PG, PG you podcast know what do you want you like what do you like that was gonna be the only one <laughs> I don't know any other <laughs> Cardi B song <laughs> I know a bunch and I, that's the one I went to why Cardi B Looking like I caught a lick. Look at me, look at me. They ain't like me before. Now they booking me. Mozart. Flaps. I was nervous. I could. I blanked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so three. Why you had Mahler on here? What made you think I knew Mahler? It was hard. 
Oof. Hey. This last one. Alright, Catherine emerges victorious. Oh, I won! Oh, shoot, because you. Oh, shoot. No, it's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Good fun. Alright. See, it wasn't even that bad. Oh, it wasn't. See? Okay, but you made it seem like, because like that like, one that you had me freaking doing that, saying something in the style of like that. <laughs> that's why, like, I thought she wouldn't like this. My neck was tight. But I was going through that. Like, I have no, like, uh, that stuff like that. Like, that, I don't know. Because sometimes, like, some activity stuff. Sometimes, some weeks I'm like mad inspired for intermission, and some weeks I have to go to my phone, and I found this on my phone this week. So I was like, well. So we got like good luck. That, that creative muscle in your brain. Like, I just don't. Like, it's not. I mean, neither is mine. I'd be like, a lot of times, Delaney. I, w- I would have ran out of intermission ideas. Okay. 50 Delaney. episodes ago. That's not true. Are you kidding? Some of the stuff I'd be like, girl, what? You And every, you hear something, you'd be like, you know, that might could be this. And I'm like, because the there's room, different types of creativity. The shade room be giving me most of my stuff. There's different types of creativity. Like you said, you don't like to improvise. Like that's a different oh type. Oh God, I rather break the veins. See, <laughs> that's different types. Like I just don't. I don't know why. I just don't see myself as a creative person. Maybe one day I will. Oh, you have a blog that you come up with every week. Like find something to talk about. Like, but like that's writing about my life. Like I went to Cincinnati last week, and I'm gonna write about that this week. You know what I'm saying? You know, like you know what I'm saying? I don't know, but no, but not everything is about like a trip that you took. Some stuff is like, and I learned this lesson, and I okay. took this, and the, you know, like yeah. <laughs> one of the creativity I feel like, like like my sore Trina, she be making teacups and you, but that's a different type. That's like a cricket, like a different type of yeah, that's true. Like that's why I say like I don't say I have none because like to be a classical musician, like mm-hmm. you still have to have yeah, you know you have you phrasing and musicality mm-hmm. that requires creativity. So I wouldn't say I have none. Mm-hmm. I'm just a very like. You know, different type. Anyway, what are we talking about this week? Um, <laughs> the actual episode, which is right. we're an hour in, so okay, not really. Well, fifty minutes. So la vie. Unclassified allows you to stream curated classical music playlists for any moment. Okay, so New Year, New You, right? You trying to get them chakras aligned? You trying to be more balanced? Yo, I got you. Head over to unclassified.com and click on their mindfulness playlist. You can practice being present with Dakiani, Bach, and Handel. And you know Black History Month is now here. Well, every month is Black History Month. Right, but this month we be in our blacky, black, 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 black selves. And you can do that or explore the works of black classical composers on the Hues of Music Black Voices playlist. Enjoy various works by Price, Walker, and Hale Stork and performances by some of our faves, including... Stuart Goodyear and Sonora Slocum. You can find Unclassified's profile and playlist on major streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Deezer, and more. Learn more at unclassified.com and we are moving on. All right, y'all. So this week we're talking about an article that was floating around a while ago in early December um, from the New York Times. Uh, it's one of their Ask a Critic uh, articles. Um, and it was titled, Is Playing It Safe Bad for Classical Music? 
so just to give you like a little bit of overview of course we'll link the uh the article in the description um one of their classical music critics at the new york times went to a new york philharmonic concert um it was full of like um a bunch of repertory staples um including beethoven seven and so they wrote a review basically saying that like they thought that they were playing it too safe and mm-hmm. that that was detrimental to classical music well a reader of the new york times wrote in and he had something to say about that and there was a bit of a, a back and forth um between them like literally just like a one two one two exchange um and so they took that exchange and they published it uh on the new york times website so what we're gonna do we're gonna walk through the article um section by section just because it it features two people's points of view literally like as them messaging in a conversation um so we're kind of gonna like take it apart and and discuss what like each side of the argument says Mm -hmm. like as you know in the in succession Mm -hmm. basically so yeah um so the first part like i said he is essentially just him going to the symphony being like this is like this is the same thing which i mean literally this is december and like now we're in the year of beethoven mm-hmm. um it's 250 so it's like kind of as a point um because it's like there was no nobody like thought ahead and be like yeah you know his 250th anniversary is coming up we, we're gonna want to go in on beethoven so maybe we should so there's a lot of contrast because mm-hmm. I'm like, how much more Beethoven could you possibly play this year than you played last year? I think I said this before. I think Loki. I, I, this is something that's true uh, with one of the conductors at Eastman. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. I mean, ain't but two, so y'all go ahead. Oh, that's not true. There's three. Oh, I'm over here thinking about all the other people. Oh, you mean like, no, not the assistants, but um, they he just likes to do the same stuff. Like sometimes, like you just want to. I feel like he don't want to learn nothing new so he just does the same the same you know and it's like it's different because like i watch him like when i was in graduate chamber or no i wasn't in the mind when i was in graduate conducting orchestra and it's like just like your teacher will program the same bass concertos because your teacher don't do that really even like But, but, but he's very open to like stuff like some guy played with his electric guitar on his yeah, thing on his wrist side like he's very open to like what you want to do creatively I and mean, also he branches out a lot he, i mean a lot of people just be teaching i mean i've heard a lot uh would just be teaching the same stuff like like my undergraduate teacher it's like you everybody goes in playing vivaldi sonata oh he has like certain things that are like yeah, staples like everybody staples yeah like it's not like okay like everybody plays otello their first their their first year that are except for us like, yeah it's the stuff like that like every like if, in my undergraduate studio like you gonna play someone gonna play the brook romance somebody gonna play arpeggioni or bronzy flat or, or f the f minor like there are certain things like rebecca clark like there are certain things that you just probably wouldn't play unless you like you were doing like a studio recital i think i've kind of seen the same kind of trends with mr taylor like which suite he te- he te- he'll teach all the suites like i saw there was like a, f- a sophomore playing five and i was like okay girl like he'll teach all the suites but it's like he gonna he gonna start you some people like to start with three because it's in a nicer key like just like stuff like that those are like their trends but it's weird for conductor because it's like you're supposed to know the repertoire so it's like why are y'all playing the same stuff like 
when I saw they were playing Dvorak 8, either last semester first of all, I was or here. last year, they played Dvorak 8 my freshman year. That's what I'm year. saying. I'm like, first year they played. two years ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. That's that's a bit much. And, like, there are certain, like, when I took, when I was in the conducting studio at ISU, like, there were certain pieces, like, Dr. Block just f- teaching them pieces, like, period. Like, because there's certain pieces that he has in his repertoire that, like, teach certain things, like, how to get out of, like, a whole bunch of formatas you're going to do magic flute like how to like his first piece is always Egmont like the first piece you're gonna learn how to conduct is Egmont or Witcher so I can see something like that but if you want to if you bring something to Dr. Block and be like I want to learn how to do this like, he'll be like okay he's not gonna be like no you must do this <laughs> right you know so I don't know that's just it's mad weird to me I feel like when we talk about like conductors who don't want to do new stuff because they already know stuff I'm like that's your, it's your job you're supposed to do these things like you're supposed to learn music and conduct it you're conductor you're you have that's what you, you, you <laughs> okay okay um so a reader responds and i actually his his response is fairly short so i'm actually just gonna read it um but this is probably the only one that i read because mm-hmm. the other ones are, are longer but his initial response was you can take a, a swipe at mr jordan for quote playing it safe I am a subscriber to the Philharmonic and I have listened, usually painfully, to cutting edge or obscure compositions that you wish he had added to the program. As you are a critic, you view and listen to performances through a very different lens than those who want to be soothed and enthralled by a long day after a long day of tedium. The last thing I want is Philip Glass, obscure Swiss music, or anything that doesn't sparkle like crystal. I avoid the type of music that you try to promote, and while this is indeed a, quote, safe program, I have been looking forward to the evening for weeks. No. (laughs) Okay, so when I read that, I kind of was like, I see where he come from. But also, there's, okay, how do I say this? It's like, I see where he's coming from because some classical music just sound good. Like you just want to like relax and like listen to stuff. But at the same time, there's also like elitism in what he said. Like the fact that you can go to a concert and you know how a piece goes and like there's like pride in that. Like, like I mean, and I guess that's not fair because we go to a Beyonce concert, you finish saying ego. You know what I'm saying? But it's like you there. There's a it's different with classical music. Like when you know how a symphony goes. Like I remember my when I was an undergrad this this kid i used to talk to he he was obsessed with with beethoven seven and i was like i've never heard that piece and it was like Sh- for shame you've never heard beethoven i'm like i, I didn't hear beethoven seven in 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 full until like i was a senior undergrad because i just wasn't that's <laughs> that's not what was it's like yeah i did classical music but my mom was playing gospel at home and like also viola has become my life but also it just wasn't that's not what my reality was back mm-hmm. then i wasn't i, I don't know I, I like I remember even like little things about classical music that is a, it's about like a, it's like elitism like I didn't know like what Covent Garden was and okay well it's like it's like the opera house in, in London oh. and it's like <laughs> and, and like I, I said I said something like this in Covent Garden he's like well that's the same thing and I'm like well how, I, I don't I don't know now I know he's like this <laughs> yeah. that thing about like how you don't want to explore new music because like you want to you want to say that like you want to compare this to the recording that you have on a record at home of Beethoven seven. Like it's like, I understand the comfort you people, people want to go hear what they know. That's like, like I'm, I'm been side note. Um, I've been begging the kid to go see Davido with me. Like he's a, he's one of the people that kind of put, that's not fair. I'm not gonna say too much about Afrobeats. Cause I just don't know enough, but like 
he's kind of like a nice intro to Afro beat beats. You know, he's like a huge Nigerian um, star right now. He's like his stuff is like mainstream. People will just playing fall like on the radio. You know, like that's not really because it's like people are like more open to like exploring Africa and like be getting into that kind of stuff. So people are like, really excited about his music. So I'm like, Nikki, come to a Davido concert with me. She's like, I'm not going with you. And she's like, I'm like, come on, Nikki, like I will go with you. She's like, I don't know any of his stuff, so it's like now I gotta, I gotta learn all his stuff. And da, da, da. So I, I see like the parallels between that because it's like you don't, you don't know no Philip Glass, you don't, you don't know Jennifer Hignan, you don't want to hear that. You want to hear freaking Mozart, Bach, and Beethoven, mm-hmm. you know. But at the same time, I feel like there's like a, there's something on the end of that. It's like you want to, you want to sit in that hall and know that you, you know more, you know just as much as the people on stage. Like you, you feel pride in that. I think that's kind of I have a problem with that a little bit yeah and also because like we're at a place now where you can also explore things on your own you don't have to because like would I be dropping $75 on a program that I've never heard and have nothing like no I wouldn't but also I could also google it Mm -hmm. and go on YouTube and be like oh let me see what this composer is about and Mm -hmm. see if that's something that I want to uh I want to experience but when he when he said about like as a critic you go to you go to a concert and you listen to it differently you see it through different lens i was like he has a point Mm -hmm. um with that especially because like i'm gonna reference something and what the critic says next but like what one of the things that he that he rebutted was like beethoven would be like extremely offended that anybody would find his seventh symphony soothing or Mm -hmm. enthralling like it was supposed it was controversial at the time Mm -hmm. like but at the same time it's like as a crit like this is this is something I've discovered with being in a comprehensive school of music, mm, <laughs> um, slash conservatory. Um, I just the latter. I like I like listening to music for pleasure. I don't like listening to music largely. I won't say like as a blanket statement, but like listening to music f- to analyze and write yeah. an essay and as an academic tool. Like I don't. I don't care for that. Mm. I really don't. So, like, I can see why, like, like one of the things that the critic said was, like, he would prefer that they would play something like Beethoven 7 alongside, like, a new contemporary or controversial work to show, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. old meets new and how, like, this was controversial in its time and, like, so that the two pieces can engage in that back and forth. And I'm like, but are you really going to the symphony to be intellectually, like, and, wow, this, this opening piece was represents this and then mm-hmm. Beethoven represents that and it's like you know yeah. like I feel like not everybody like there are people for example that that write like articles or like you know they do some sort of like academic response to like something that Beyonce did mm-hmm. a song that she has or whatever they'll they do an analysis of it but at the same time people still listen to Beyonce just because they like the song yeah so it's like every time you go to an orchestra concert are you really thinking about the social context of this symphony like you're not always you know Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like i I see what he's saying in in that sense that like as a critic it's your job like you can't go to a you can't be a critic and go to a concert and be like it was good right (laughs) (laughs) i mean you could but (laughs) you wouldn't be a critic no more no not no more (laughs) like you know so I was kind of like, mm. I also see what he's saying, where it's like you just like what you like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. sometimes, I mean, I'm 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 on both sides, cause like I even think about the the most recent concert I went to was Berlin Phil, and why did I go? I mean, I probably would have gone anyway, but what what did what 
I'm, I'm kind of like saying the opposite of what I just said, but like what drew me there is like, I wanted to hear Sibelius one. Mm-hmm. So it's like that also, you want to hear what you want to hear. But there was also the thing is like, I see what he's saying, but there's also like some other stuff on the program. I was like, that's kind of dope. You know, I was, I was there like, you never know what you don't like. Right. And in that, and in that sense, I agree with the critic because he said that like, it doesn't have to be a whole program of new music. You can, you can program both. You can yeah. have Beethoven 7 and then also have a, an opener with, you know, some contemporary piece. The, and, and you can have that aspect. But then when he started talking about them, the pieces engaging in the back and forth, I'm like, okay, but not everybody trying nobody to do all that. Like, like, you, you, <laughs> when you are sitting in the boardroom trying to make make up the um, the program for the next season, that's what you as the director mm-hmm. are being like, they're going to do this and that. And the concert goer just wants this wants to go because they're yeah. hear what they hear what they want to hear. They they see Brahms one and then they see some junk around and I'm like I guess because there's some because there's some people who are who are fans of classical music that are not classical musicians that are not musicologists that have no like they've never taken a music history class so they don't even they probably not even coming at it from that right. angle you know like so I I think that's a little that's a bit like you know it's a mm-hmm. stretch to say that like that's what classical music audiences want mm-hmm. but I do think that there could be like a compromise because at the same time like I'm not going to go all the way on the side of the other guy because if we're only programming Beethoven 7 and things from the canon like how are we expected to like move forward in this field at all because then we would be hypocrites on this podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah huge ones if we were like yeah you know if if we were on his side in, in all of this in its entirety at least. Um yeah, so the critic response. Um, like I said, uh he did say that like the Seventh Symphony at its time was extremely controversial, um, and uh cutting edge and it, it did uh push a lot of boundaries in its time. Um, but one thing that he also did, he was like, you know, it is kind of true that I, that I, uh, like look at things through a different lens as a, as a critic, but then he doubled down was saying like, but so do other people, which is true. So like, I just don't even know how, I don't even know. I really don't think it's that deep actually now that I'm thinking about it. Like, I don't think there needs to be like a concert for intellectual and you know, like it doesn't need to be like all of that. I think you get it it should be it should be a symphony experience where you can get what you want to get out of it yeah you know like if you want to that's what program notes are for Mm -hmm. you know like if you want to be reading program notes and be like oh this context you know like that kind of stuff puts the music in context Mm -hmm. is instead of having to have like every symphony got to have a speaker that gives you a lecture on what it's about you know like i feel like as long as you have like the performance you have the notes you have all that you have enough where the listener, whatever they came there for, can can get that. Mm-hmm. You know, so. I just feel like it's like you um, if you think about it like a buffet, it's like you put a whole bunch of stuff out, and then like people take what they want. It's mm-hmm. like, and also, the, but the same thing if you go to a buffet, you try something new, you might you you might like it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like. Even if you, even if a, a programmer doesn't want, aside from a, a sparking an intellectual idea, it's just that like you should just have different things available. Especially like if you want to keep classical music going, and you want well, first of all, I, I, I'm gonna take that back because I feel like classical music is just gonna keep. I, like I think I said it before, like every like ten years or every five years, there's like some existential crisis about classical music gonna it's gonna die like tomorrow, <laughs> and it's like 
the reality is that's something that's never really finna happen. Like I just don't I just don't believe that because kids are learning violin every day and and how to play trumpet every day and people like Beethoven. Mm-hmm. So it's like you don't really yes you don't really need new composers to keep classical music going. I don't think mean like classical music as we know it. What do you mean? Like the like the institutions that we have. Like you're seeing what like people's ticket sales are going down, like the revenue mm-hmm. like that sort of thing. The the support that we've had, you know, mm-hmm. for the art form. Like classical music is changing, but classical music itself, I don't think and, and it's like I think it's our job to because it's it's classical music to me is not going anywhere. However, it's our job to like expand it out and be like these other people are writing. And I think that's I think that's the most important thing. But like you never know what you're gonna like. Mm-hmm. And I bet you a lot a lot of these people who be like who my great great grandfather fought in the war with Beethoven's grandfather and and we was just there and Wait, your great great grandfather <laughs> <laughs> And we was just there and and uh, Clara Schumann's daughter had us over for, for tea one time and and, and Brahms was there and he we was laughing right. and Stravinsky <laughs> came over and then Ravel came over and it, it, it was Jaska and depressed he was there too and we was writing we was writing sonnets and junk and we was having a good old time listening to the it's like people I forgot why I was even fucking going <laughs> it just got so elaborate that's can't nobody take us serious <laughs> I was really going somewhere. Oh. People like. You got to do it all over again now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they clear a shoe. <laughs> but people like. What were we talking about before that? Um, we were See, I'm about, mad. Um, dang, what were we talking See? about? See, both of us together. Here they we go. We were talking about. What did you say before? Oh, we were talking about the buffet thing. Mm-hmm. Um, after, after that. Putting everything out and everybody takes what they want from the experience. <laughs> Clarice in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I was trying to say, dang it, I'm going to go back and listen, actually. Okay. So what I was trying to say is a lot of these people... Who be like, you know, you <laughs> look at me like you review again, but you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like kind of like the tone he kind of had, like the, re, I'm mean, cause you know, I understand where he come from, but the, the kind of the tone that he had when he wrote the, when he wrote to the originally talking about, you know, I've been listening to music for 70 years as we all have, sir. Like I was going to say, I bet you, if you put like a Samuel Coleridge Taylor overture and you like turn your back, that might could sound like Beethoven to you. You'd be like, no, I didn't know that Beethoven un- undiscovered Beethoven overture, and it's like, no, girl, Samuel Coleridge Taylor, right? Like, and it was also like really generalizing new music, or even yeah, or, or even just music outside of the canon. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you're thinking he he took like like playing it safe to mean like anything other than things that are in the canon, and you took anything other than things that are in the canon to mean. It's, it sounds what it, the language that he used was like uh 
your your toddler banging pots in the right. kitchen. Right. Uh, yeah, like obscure and, and painfully painful to listen to. Like there is plenty of people writing alongside these people who are not who exactly. are not as well known. Well, we mentioned Jennifer Hickdown, like her Blue Cathedral, and I'm sure like she's like, girl, I wrote other things inside Blue Cathedral. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know, I get it, but I'm saying like just as an example, like her Blue Cathedral, like could could go up up to me against Bruckner. Like you might so there's some parts of that it's like you is this Bruckner? You know, it's like is this Schubert? Mm-hmm. It's like you just don't like new music and I can't believe I'm saying this, so but new music is is vast. I remember we went to Isaiah did a composition recital mm-hmm. and I listened to that whole quartet and I was like, Would you look at God? <laughs> something was written in twenty nineteen and it just it just sounds so good. Tonal. <laughs> Tonal. <laughs> you know, beginning, middle, on end. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like not everybody. You know, no, they're annoying, but okay. Um, no, but like. Yeah, like the buffet thing. That's like going. You go to the buffet. They got mac and cheese. They got baked chicken with no salt on it. They got uh, a salad. Why was that necessary? <laughs> they got a salad, <laughs> and then you know, and you come back every single day. You eat at that buffet. You're like, okay, y'all not gonna switch none of this out, right? And then or oh, one day they put what some pepper on the side that you can sprinkle over your chicken, and you, it goes from hiding to Mozart. Like, right? Great. Like, <laughs> you know, like. I just feel like both can both can be true at the same time. Like you, mm-hmm. we're not telling you you can never listen to Be- like Beethoven Seven ain't going nowhere. Ain't going nowhere. <laughs> the girls ain't finna even let you this whole year about him, ain't it? You think if you if we stop programming Beethoven Seven, we're gonna forget that it exists? And the and all the sheet music of Beethoven Seven everywhere around the globe is gonna disintegrate. Right, <laughs> just poof, snap. Like out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> like girl, your precious Beethoven and Mozart ain't going nowhere. Like. And anybody saying it should, right? It's not like like yeah. It's not like he was like, well, you know, Beethoven sucks, and, and we can't we we can't ever listen to Beethoven no more. And but one thing um that we talked about um before we turned the mics on was um what when the critic said when the critic responded he was like um if you reject new newness in classical music do you also reject new films new literature That's all true. that and he said why why is classical music the only art form that's expected to adhere to the to the classics and it's like i mean it's kind of true i mean it's ballet con- con- is ballet is that dance or is that is that part of classical music because you know i was irate when them girls had them cowboy boots on at the at the <laughs> <laughs> i ain't gonna hold you maybe i'm part of the problem well he said dance but also, like, I also, like, using the thing of dance, the uh, example of dance, it's not like I saw them, like, they're doing some type of, they, the Joffrey has whatever your typical they had, like, last season. They had Swan Lake, they had um, the Nutcracker before they ruined it, and then they had, um, like, some shadow, da-da-da, and I wasn't like, oh, why y'all doing that? Because there's a place for that. It's like, Ballet is also expanding and growing, and and people are writing new. Like Tchaikovsky can't write everything, girl. It's like mm-hmm. people are writing other things, you know. So 
I think, but so I'm trying to figure out like what other art forms are there that are like, I mean, people are always experimenting with art and junk. So maybe it is like classical music is supposed to stay the same. I guess, but it's like, there's so many art forms that even, even though there are contemporary versions of them, they don't forget about the fundamental. Right. Like, like anybody just threw Picasso away. Like, oh, we done. Like, you can right. <laughs> bye for now right forever uh, Mona Lisa's still up there it's like, not like they were like well let's just crumple this up <laughs> <laughs> freaking Lisa like like but the there's still yep. contemporary art museums that show things right. from uh artists that are still alive that can come and present on their own art like mm-hmm. and like it still exists other art forms have tried to like incorporate new things not even tried to like it's just been natural they've just we're doing new things, but we still go back to the old things. If you go to contemporary ballet class, they're not gonna just not teach you first, second, third position. Like you know, right. they're not just gonna be like, "Well, just whatever you want." Patricia today, <laughs> you know, like they still go through the Freaking fundamental. Months. Like right. you know, it still matters. I don't. The the same thing goes with anything literature. Like you still gonna learn. You know, you still gonna read classics as well as contemporary articles, books. Mm-hmm. You know. Like, they're not just going to be like, well. Yeah, so maybe classical music is only, well, I mean, art too, because if you think about it, like, back to the Mona Lisa example, like, the Louvre has, like, a bunch of, like, different stuff in it, but people go straight to the Mona Lisa. Like, this is it. I'm like, it's literally a woman. Let me not say that. I don't want to offend nobody. I don't know. I, don't, I ain't study art. I don't know about no shadows and the intricacies. And now somebody, they, it's, they, Da Vinci, they, great, 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 I don't think it's that many grades. Da Vinci? I was just saying how, I don't know. Well, the last time we did this, we lost train of thoughts. Right, so. No, I'll be Because, like, the thing is, going with that same example, okay, so literally the Mona Lisa, like, I don't know nothing about no shadowing girls. I don't know nothing. But all y'all are crying around this picture. Like, the Mona Lisa is really underwhelming. Like, it's it's underwhelming. I knew to go inside the Louvre when I went there. I mean, for the take a picture outside. It's cute. Yeah, I knew to like, go inside because my mom was like, "You want to go inside?" I was like, "No, I don't." That's, <laughs> France Sorry. was the last group trip I would ever take. I'm not gonna say okay. Let me not say ever. I don't know what the future holds, but like, we went to like every museum in Paris, like every single one. I'm like, sometimes it was just, ugh. So what? Everyone crowded around the Louvre. It's like the size of an eight and a half by eleven, maybe eleven by fourteen. Like, <laughs> okay, it's a little bit bigger. Now, <laughs> eight and a half by eleven. <laughs> Okay, it's not that. It's, it's bigger. <laughs> I'd be pissed. It's okay, but I remember being underwhelmed. And also, like, I mean, I was 17, so I was all, ugh, it's hot and stupid. But, you know, I probably would appreciate it more now. But, okay, it's like a half of a poster board. Everybody crowded around it. You can't use no flash because it ruins the picture. But, like, and there's the, it's the Louvre. There's so many other amazing art around it but everybody's going it's like i went to april i went to paris in april who goes to paris in april you know what i'm saying it's a middle it's a it's a wednesday you know what i'm saying and everybody crowded around this you can, oh mon dieu and it's okay. like <laughs> we're in france what does that mean oh la la you, you never heard french say who, who french am i talking to oh yeah i mean because <laughs> i mean americans now it's ooh la la so but you pass all this art to get there, and that's what this 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 what this guy sounded like to me. It's like you want to hear your Beethoven seven so badly that it, you're like kind of like, I I want this. 
but it's like so much more art there's so much more things around it you know what i'm saying like there's so much more that you could experience but you want you want this you want to you want eight and a half by 11 you want the what's what's he what he's saying in thing the disney version of classical music that was a read i love i love i love that for him <laughs> that's my kind of carrying on yeah but I, <laughs> what you laughing at you <laughs> um yeah but i do believe like i don't know it's hard because uh yeah I see the, both sides, the more that i think of it like the critic keeps mentioning beethoven and like what what his mission was and like how he had to fight you know all his life he had to fight to push classical music that way but i'm like that's the that's the mission of a a composer who wants to you know he has certain things that he wants to express through his music Mm -hmm. he has his personal agenda Mm -hmm. and then you have your personal you know agenda not agenda but job rather as a as a critic you have your own thing that you're going into it trying to do or or not necessarily trying to do because as a critic it's terrible to go into it be like so i want to do this you know you go in there but you have a certain blank slate and then as a um as a listener you go in there and you want to hear Beethoven 7 but you can also hear Beethoven 7 and hear other things it's it's a thing i think i told you like so when yeah when beyonce goes on tour you know what's her last thing she just dropped lemonade right no, see, I'm late. Yeah. Your face and I have to do that. I mean, I'm, I'm also I haven't listened to a maj- like a majority of her new stuff because what I don't. Was a, I feel um, like I feel like I just the Lion King the gift is that the new one newest one. I feel like I'm disappointing so many people. I mean, I call myself a Beyonce stand, but I just don't. Okay, let me just let me, let me let me say in my lane. So the Lion King the gift was her latest album. Oh, that's right. See, I didn't. I'm not gonna yeah. But okay, let me use, let me say in my lane. So. The baby goes on tour, right? He's on tour right now. Oh my God, my man's on tour. And okay, I mean, yeah, that's it's in my Sorry. Um. So the baby's just cute to look at. He's not fine to me, but I just love like when he, <laughs> you see him on the red carpet. I saw his outfit. You had to see the video of the baby on the it. Video. Okay, I'm gonna tell you what he said. He was like, he, he looks so good to me. He looks really, really good, right? And he has a song that he won't release. I'm like, stop trolling us. So he goes, there's a police officer on the first one. You know your, you know your history with police. <laughs> the baby, he he was like, officer, you heard what I said? <laughs> he was like, you know, actually, let me just play it for you. I'll edit it out. Because I, I have to remember in this moment, you're going to gag. But let me stay in my lane. So, if the baby goes on tour, right? If he drops a new album tomorrow, I still want to hear Suge. Period. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're not gonna give me a concert, and you're not gonna you're not gonna do Suge. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I could see, I could see, I see both sides. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do. I think I lean more towards the critic side mm-hmm. for sure. But one thing that might be a little controversial to the girl, um. <laughs> <laughs> Are we at, are we there yet? Answering that question of um um well there's one last okay. uh, the, there's uh one last response from uh the reader that wrote in um but in response to him saying that like 
to the critics saying that Beethoven was once radical. He was like, okay, well, 207 years have passed since the Seventh Symphony uh, was completed. So, um, isn't it now mainstream? Which, I mean, I, I don't see how that's relevant. Yeah. <laughs> to the, like, I that's not kind of, that's not really, not what really the was, point of what he was saying at all. So, so and he said, or am I guilty of elitism? I'm like, well. Yes. <laughs> There we well, go. There we go. Bingo. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. You win. Like, I don't know. And 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 he was also saying that, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have said Beethoven was soothing, but it's soothing in comparison to. And I was like, okay. But he, like, I don't know. I just felt like the language around it was, um, it was kind of, like, rude. I mean, I know that we, we do a little, like, a, we poke a little fun. But at the same time, like, mm-hmm. we, we always try to bring it back around. Yeah. Not, you know, we're not just, like poke fun at it and be like all right see you guys next week right <laughs> you know mm-hmm. um but this was oh this was a, a thought that i forgot so one of the one of the things that he said um that the the guy that wrote in said was that like with the juxtaposition of like the new versus old sort of thing like he as although he could see the value in it it's not really like necessary all the time and i was thinking like this is kind of like i know we're discussing this but it's also kind of out of, out of context mm-hmm. like although i'm sure the critic did his research though mm-hmm. but like also this is one concert in a season yeah so it's like if we look at if we zoom out of the whole season and see that like every year they all playing Beethoven seven and Beethoven five and Beethoven nine and Beethoven three like you know mm-hmm. that's one thing but like if this is I mean, I doubt it's an anomaly, but, like, if this is, like, there's some balance in the season, that I don't see a problem with, like, maybe having a concert that yeah. doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. So, at the same time, like, I get what he's saying there. Like, he said it's possible to consider an evening, you know, that's just classics with without it being, like, pandering, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Which is true, but the fact that I mean, I doubt the critic was just was like gung ho without you know yeah. look, looking up anything. At, so I'm sure I'm sure he's on the right side in this, you know, mm-hmm. in that sense. Like you trying to say this is one night, but also this is on the concert you went to. He's the critic. This is your option of this, right? You know, so. But um, and also one of the things that that you said like people like what they like is another one of his final things is like I just like it like mm-hmm. you know can I live? Um, I mean yeah. yeah. So, but anyway, answering is not an age old question. I was about to say answering the age old question is not <laughs> December being age old. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, answering the titular question. Um, vocabulary queen. Period. And that's all period. What you need to be talking to uh, what's the name about that? Isaiah. First everything all, Isaiah say, I gotta Google it. Like, <laughs> right. Everything gotta be dense. I'm like, I just asked you if you want to get out. Oh, it's one night. Do you wanna go to dinner? I would like you know, that was something I was talking about. I keep admission in this class, but that my linguistics class, it was talking about like the type of language you use depending on who you're talking to. And it was like like the like you would speak differently to your superior than you would a subordinate, mm-hmm. and it was saying like when you're like drowning, you wouldn't be you'd be like hey pl- like help 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 you wouldn't be like hey please if you have a moment could you if if, it, if you'd be so kind to throw <laughs> right me, right like, right you know like mm-hmm. but I feel like Isaiah always on the other side always like, <laughs> that is me I meet I might be inclined to grab a right uh, that's how uh, he speaks uh, meat cylinder I don't even know you don't even know <laughs> I 
be like, boy, so anyway, <laughs> you know, I come as I am. So I'm mean, in his freaking program notes and his recital, first of all. First of all, I don't I know who we're talking about. Um, Isaiah is a friend of ours, um, but Compo- amazing composer, like yes. honestly. And yeah, he's a violist and like super, super smart. And smart, like 27 like, degrees, like no lie. Yeah, speaking of 50 billion languages and like, literally. Like, I'm a, I, went to, I went to the Netherlands and my computer just started acting brand new, like I ain't buy you in America. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, don't worry, it just has this, this, and this." I'm like, "How you know? Oh, you know, I spent my childhood in the Netherlands." I'm like, "Boy, get off, get off my stuff, <laughs> get off my stuff." What? He, he's freaking programming. He used that thing with the, where it's like the A and the E like come together like cat dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's not like cat dog. Okay. I'm like, why do you even find that? Right. I'm like you. I'm like, and then we, we Google what the word meant. It meant something regular. And I'm, I'm like, like, why, why didn't you just say that? that? <laughs> <laughs> you, you just had to, you had to flex on us one last time on your way out. Huh? You just had to. I think I also played his, <laughs> that boy played the whole program with his music. Period. He had to relearn music for his, um, what the heck? He had to relearn music for his jury. Cause like you, you can opt to, I don't know why on God's green and blue you would do that. Where you, um, you can opt to play your, jury and recital in the same year like if you for for whatever reason if you're not ready for your jury i could see you doing that if you were playing the same thing yeah no but, but he, he if did you, that in his case he, I took, he had to learn a concerto and some other stuff because he, he you can't just play your yeah. composition well that's how i say it goes so <laughs> right <laughs> it's an amendment right who finna who check right so you imagine viola faculty with a score and you in a jury that's supposed to be like walton and bartog it's it's your yeah, they stuff gonna, they they following along like oh well, you're not supposed to go but right sound good to me and I'm like so they ask you questions instead of like listening to you like so can you just go back and explain how you it's not about isaiah right um, <laughs> oh this came because i said titular Oh, <laughs> oh shoot! We, we got all the way over there because of titular. Yes. Oh shoot. Um, but anyway, um, is playing it safe bad for classical music? I think you if you own, oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think if you only play it safe, it it, I, I wouldn't say go so far as to say like classical music is over. Like you know, like we're done for. But I mean, maybe classical music as we know it, like it may it may continue to decline, you know, or in a like we will see results of that, you know, mm. like as people get older, you know. But there are always gonna be people that that like the classics, you know. So I'm just like, mm. I think I feel like can can classical music like thrive if you play it safe? I don't think so. Like I don't think if we're not if we're not moving forward in any way, like I think, although there's always gonna be people that that are into it, it's just like there's people like I'm fairly young and I'm already tired of this stuff, like you know, like and I'm in this, mm. like so at the same time, like I feel like people are people are tired because people are getting more conscious conscious of like inclusivity and stuff, so even even people that like haven't been listening to Beethoven for the past 50 years mm. are still like okay and mm. okay and like you know um I say yes and no I say um playing it safe helps classical music because 
people the the amount of people that enter classical music all the time it's like like at a student today that was playing a, like not an excerpt it was not an excerpt for me take that back but like the like a one of the books i have has brahms one right so she's a beginner she's not a beginner she plays like one but she's not, so she is playing <laughs> that was terrible i'm tired of her because like she has so much potential and she just wastes my time anyway Dang, that's not good you're talking about me. Could you imagine? No. But, I mean, here I am talking about her. She's not a beginner. She plays like one. I'm like, girl, come on. And she's like, miss. Like, everything, something always got to be wrong. It's really frustrating. I'm like, yes, because you won't fix it. Anyway, so she was playing Brahms one today. And it's like, okay. And then eventually one day, not her, I'm, I'm sure, but. Unless there's a turnaround, but a student who was playing Brahms one would want to go hear Brahms one. So I feel like the amount of people who enter classical music and have an interest in it and want to go maybe see it live, I feel like, and 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 people like the guy in the in the article, it's kind of like if you just play all the safe stuff, people are gonna buy it. People are gonna go see that. People wanna people have their favorite recordings and they want to go hear them live. They want to. You you go to New York. You want to hear the New York Phil play Brahms three. You want to hear Sibelius one. You want to you go to a concert and you you want to hear the entire second viol uh, box suite. Like you want to you just. I feel like in that regard, like playing it safe sometimes helps because like people know what they want and it's available for, to them. But is that helping or like staying the same? Cause I feel like that's like that's what's been going on, rather. I mean, that's what's been going on to a certain extent. But I mean, even though this guy, this particular, we don't know what the program of this concert was, but to a certain, I, I mean, we, we can take diversity out because that's just not happening. Period. We don't have to even waste time addressing that. That's just the reality of it. However, like I've gone to concerts and they're playing, they're they they play new music. Like like they just they they do, and I think that's been going on for a, a long time. It might be white men new music, but they've been. They've been doing that, but like, like seeing the classic and stuff, like helping classical music doors stay open. The ticket sales might be going down, but I feel like when people can go to something and they know what to expect, I feel like that can help it. But on the other hand, I will say I can't sit up here on this podcast about blackness and all this other stuff and think that like playing itself helps. Mm-hmm. Playing it safe helps because in in the same breath that I said, like people know what they like. I'm like you can also, like I said before, learn to like other things, and also. You, you just like you kind of just kind of perpetuating a lie that these are the only people who are writing and like if you really want to expose people to classical music if you really want to invite people in like then you're gonna kind of expand them you're gonna not kind of you're gonna expand the narrative so i see i see both sides i mean if you you if you want to cater to a room full of these people and like yeah these people are dying out but then there's gonna be there's gonna be more people coming behind that played flute in high school that want to hear you know the Car- carmen suite you know so it's like I feel like even though these old people, these older generations are dying out, like there's also gonna be people that are gonna come behind them and be like, you know how I used to play um violin, and I wanted I wanted my kids to go to see the concert. Like there's always gonna be stuff like that. Yeah, I mean I think there's always gonna be people that are into classical music. I do think, however, though, like the way classical music uh, as an art form, like to the public, has changed over like just in the recent in recent history has been like a majority of the people that I feel like we're talking about that enjoy classical music are classical musicians whereas Mm -hmm. as you know 
a while ago, people liked classical music because they just like classical music. It was a little bit more mainstream than it was now. So I think that's the audience that they're losing. I mean, I was just reading an article about why it was mainstream. That's not different. That article, like, that's why there's a reason why it was mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why that's all the girls were listening to. And that's why I feel like I, I say it, it can't thrive because I don't think it's going to, like, it's. We never gonna be like, oh, New York feeling here, and there's two people in the audience, like <laughs> you, you know, like, um, but I don't know. I just feel like, especially because like Gary says this a lot, he's like, y'all have not. There's nothing to uh, like pull me in at this point, and mm-hmm. then even us, we posted that thing that when when you see another season, they ain't programming black composers. All right, I'm gonna head out. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I'm telling y'all, like I don't. I mean, I'm 21, and I'm already like I'm not pressed to go see Mozart 35 like I'm not you know I mean I'm, I'm not gonna hold you like the only reason no this is a whole other conversation what are all these mini episodes on that and stuff but <laughs> for me it's not I'm not burnt out of classical music at all actually I think I actually I, at all I would never say that but I, I so hope I, I and I hope I would never say it but also you have a like you're not just familiar with that little bitty part of classical music like, I mean, classical music is my life so it's like sometimes i just don't want to the only reason why i want to see the building feels because like i i really like that symphony and that's only because i forgot like me seeing that symphony was like a whole new was like a turning point for me because there was i, I think at, at that point i'm going I, I was maybe two or three four maybe four years deep and in, into just not turning classical music on so that was a turning point to where like I might turn something on and, li- and listen to it. So I don't, I don't know. I di- classical musicians might be the ones who patronize classical music, but also I think also like who I am. It's just like, kind of tiring not to see myself on stage, especially since like while America is, I don't even think I mean, is America even a majority white anymore. No. I ain't good. I ain't gonna get on here. I'm not gonna get on here lying, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was though. <coughs> I mean, yeah, but all that middle part. Oh yeah, flyover states. No offense, if you live there, but people fly over there. Um, but I what I will say is like it's it's tiring to to see like even no, I'm not gonna say that, but even um, it's tiring to to see a program and not see myself represented because this doesn't represent the country mm-hmm. so I, I will say that but i don't know i people people even though pat, classical music patri- patronize classical concerts like i just feel like people like what they like and they just gonna keep going and go see the same junk yeah but also now now that i'm realizing like that's not even <laughs> like we're 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 <laughs> we're kind of talking around the question like is classical music gonna die if we play this music is never gonna die so that's uh, never mind um who that dude what you talking about um anyway I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say frank i mean like you probably disagree with me i don't know but I, I, classical music will never die no I, but i'm saying like we're, we're kind of talking about a different question this is is it bad for it like because i don't think they said like we kind of going to the extreme mm-hmm. but like okay, and they're and they're sort of and they're sort of arguing about whether or not it's it's detrimental and detrimental don't mean it got to be, mm-hmm. you know, done for. Okay. I think at best, I think it's, it's okay. I think it's okay, but also, is it detrimental to classical music players? Uh, no. 
detrimental to classical music to to keep playing the same stuff? No, but then but to not branch out. But then I will say, so you don't branch out, and it just it it just stays this thing that is not accessible to a lot of people. So if you want classical music to stay like that, and you, that's detrimental to classical to music the, because yeah. you, if you don't have if your art form is not um is not welcoming to people and 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 receptive to new ideas, like at a certain point, I feel like people I mean, gonna get tired of that, and that's detrimental. That's detrimental. Like for sure, I'm saying so. Maybe certain aspects of classical music, will depending suffer. on who think who who's doing the thinking. You know, for me, I would say that's detrimental because if you're gonna keep classical music as what it is right now, you just it's well that's not that's not fair a lot of people are trying to make it to branch out but as what it was where it's just white men composing then if you want to keep it like that um no it's not because people are going to people are going to attend people are going to buy however i think so because first of all why you want to block out people from from the field and experiencing the music and then also these aren't the only people composing and these are the only people participating so mm-hmm. i personally think it's detrimental but mm-hmm. like i think <coughs> objectively probably not people just yeah it depends on it depends on what your vision for classical music looks like yeah, what a successful true. you know what classical music um as a successful art form looks like to mm-hmm. you so but yeah but even if you're even if your goal is financial gain it might also oh that be great <laughs> for you either but if you're if you're if your idea of successful uh, art form for classical music is i get to listen to the symphonies i like until the day that i die then no <laughs> not gonna be detrimental at all yeah i, th- I honestly dis- think so like what's your point of departure yeah because for a lot of people a lot of people doing programming it's like that's great. This is right. I mean, this will I, ticket sales may be declining, but it'll it'll do before I retire. So right, Mozart <laughs> again. Right, like, guys, he wrote. I'm retired oh. in five years, so go ahead, like <laughs> run this thing into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of these orchestras, like now, I feel like a lot of orchestras are making like serious effort, you know, and like okay, I'm like, let's not give these girls too much. They're making effort <laughs> because I'm also, there's always more that can be done. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like especially after all of this, like. It's been years and years and years of these white folks, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's always more that can be done. And we're not saying, like, Florence Price Fest from now until 2025. It's only Florence Price. First of all, her state won't allow. But that's not what we're saying either. But it's like, that reminds me of something. Who was it? I want to say it's Gary, but I want to put words in his mouth. But Mm -hmm. they're good words, so I'm sure he'll accept them. But somebody was, like, talking about, uh, equality versus equity in classical music and they were like if we were asking for equality then we would play nothing but black and or black and brown composers for the next like couple hundred years yeah that's equality so just to try to balance it out right. try right so that's not what we're asking for do we even have that okay let's not get into that <laughs> it's just i don't know like equity is like just y'all even barely programming us and if y'all do like there's other composers besides price y'all you know that right no i'm sorry never mind so i'm not listening might as well practice now because that live show can't nothing be no it wasn't like nothing it was just like something i would have to go into and i'm like we wrapping this up um yeah but let us know uh what y'all think about the discussion what y'all think about the article and what y'all think about the question yeah, I'll be asked IG. I'm curious. Y'all be smart over there. So, <laughs> all right. So. <laughs>
I thought I was gonna ask IG last time, but I couldn't really think of a way for it to work. So I'm not just, and then it was Thursday, and I was like, girl, <laughs> right? They don't argue that. Meanwhile, have y'all listened to the episode yet? Because y'all, y'all can't keep up. I don't know. I feel like people are like y'all episodes are long. I mean, not that long. But I'm used to listening to podcasts because if the read is any less than two hours, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, only an hour and a half. <laughs> right, like, that's it. That's all you could muster up this week. <laughs> right. I'm glad y'all care about the listeners. Right. I see a two and a half hour. I'll be like, period. I mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Like, like, I, they haven't given us a two and a half hour in a minute. Yeah. I remember like when I, when I first started listening to Love Hour, I was like, why are they so short? And I was like, Love Hour. Okay. <laughs> right. It's in, it's in the title. They love five hours. That is what it needs to be. Because I, I mean, I, I listen to podcasts like all the time. I, I could be doing something simple. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to podcasts. Like, I don't, the only podcast that I listen to consistently and even i even fell off of the read for the past like three weeks because because of the best of 2019 episode i didn't listen to that because i didn't want to hear like a bunch of stuff that i had already heard before Mm -hmm. so once i fell off of that one then i by that time i had lost my momentum Mm -hmm. and then i realized i was like oh i got three episodes of the read done this weekend and i finished all of them (laughs) to say that sounds like bliss i'll be saving them when i Oh, oh, okay, let's wrap it up. I'm not gonna listen to this right now. I'm going Are you kidding? Can't stand here. You um, gonna listen with us, guys? Right. Um. Ooh, okay. All right. Ready? Oh, Black yeah. excellence. Black excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? All right. This week, I'm talking about 16 year old Khalil Payne. Okay, Payne. Um. I was trying to branch out a little bit with black excellence, like yeah, like just people you. with in different walks of life, um, and it, and everything. So, um, Khalil Payne, um, is a high schooler who I I found him through an article. He played at Carnegie Hall last year. I was like, "Are y'all popping already?" Right. Like, what the heck? Period. Um, he's also done some composing. He won a freaking prize for composing in the seventh grade first place i'm like so meanwhile what was like, i doing in seventh grade nothing i, I still think I, I began playing the bass in seventh grade like <laughs> come on ahead of the game um yeah he just i mean he got he, he got a website i'm like i don't even got nothing to put on the website i don't got nothing to put on my website i said i'm for real what am i gonna put on the website Delaney? your flexions girl you're figuring out. You literally have a break. You do have a website. That's not count. Anyway. <laughs> Actually, shifting over. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, but uh, he was uh, chosen uh, to go on a trip with his school um, through the honors performance series, and they performed at Carnegie Hall. And one thing, when I was reading this, one uh, quote from him that that I was just like, period, Black King. Um. He said that when he started to play the cello, people said, one day you're going to be at Carnegie Hall. And he said that when he got there, he was like, I've actually made it to Carnegie Hall. And I felt like I belong here. And I was like, period. You see how, like, that is so important. Like, take up space. Like, I'm here and I ought to be here. Right. You know? So oh, I love that. Yeah, like I was like, period. I need you know, cause sometimes you you that imposter syndrome kicking in. You feel like, do I really be? Yes, like, you do belong there. And like, there's some people who there who don't belong there. So <laughs> we want to be frank. We can be Frank, like, Steve, who? Todd. Who we no. gonna be? 
um and and in the trip like he got help from his community to make the trip i'm just i'm happy for him that he has like a a really supportive community of course his family and just the people around him and like that i don't that quote sold me i was like browsing for black excellence i was like okay i was like <laughs> i was like this is it Aww, bless so, him. um i'm gonna link the article there's also like a video um of him uh playing and like a little mini interview so i'm gonna link that article and also link his website where you can see he got a he got a resume up there and stuff got a resume what was my, my resume at 16 like what clean my mama's floors <laughs> well, i clean the bathroom every saturday after my mama yelled at me to do it <laughs> right <laughs> Um, yeah, so congrats to him, period. Belonging at Carnegie Hall. I wish I could say the same. I will one day. Period. Period. Well, well, I don't, I mean, I'm period. not pressed, but Carnegie Hall, I'm good. So many people, critics be in there talking about, you saw, did, did you read the review for when the Eastman Philharmonia went there? Oh, I did. Girl, I'm like, girl. That was know, rude. That was rude. <laughs> it was really rude. I'm like, ugh. Uh, Probably said at home he didn't can't to him to him by himself right so in his boxes alone with a shower running so he can't use that in the rain okay and you want that, <laughs> that freaking imagery you won't let it go <laughs> you will not let it go okay my piece of the week uh, Lillian Fuchs a uh, great woman composer does not get enough she wrote um a bunch of characteristic etudes. She wrote 15 characteristic etudes. She wrote 16 fantasy etudes. They're all fantastic. I'm going to link the characteristic etudes. Um, just great. Viola. She's a violist. Was a violist. Um, and yeah, I played one of her etudes on an audition because they they can they can work for something like that. So, all right. Period. All right. Thank you so much for weathering the storm. <laughs> we haven't had an episode this long. Well, once I cut all the tomfoolery out, be, oh no, I just—it's long. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, Black Excellence suggestion, or intermittent suggestion, something preferably that we know. Just make Delaney, you know, upset. Why? Because it's fun. Why? This is not what friendship should be. You know what? And you know what? I recognize a toxic relationship. Okay, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) ClassicBlackPodcast at gmail.com. And we will talk to y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.